Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See storebelltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Orland Park. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, and with me, as always, testing out his brand new AirPods is Edward Robles. Hey, what's up? Why'd you have to- <laughs> just in case Spencer starts pitching at me about something. Why? What? <laughs> I don't know. It just Spencer always has. Oh man! I don't know. Sometimes you never know because Spencer still does that thing where he acts like there's something wrong with the audio, and then I don't believe him. And well, I I I I say I'm not gonna fall for it, but then I fall for it anyways. So. Oh yeah. So, so he might he might say something, kind of, but just so you know, everyone's got some AirPods. He's he's big balling now. Um, so big balling, man! I stand up for these. Yeah, and they were on know. sale too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Spencer, if you if you have anything to say, it's it's because uh, Edward's testing out his new AirPods. So um, yeah, there's that. So all right, he's so basically throwing me under the bus, guys. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so. Um, quite the week has happened. Uh, honestly, it was one of those like I had to find <laughs> headlines for this episode, but there's some stuff to talk about Transfer Watch as well. Obviously, we got headlines. We have actually an interesting debate topic that, uh, um, you could thank Jao Cancello for. Um, have games to recap, announce our players this week, give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. And um, do a three up, three down on the beach because I just came back from a weekend over at Corpus Christi, Texas, um, where you know went to go chill and enjoy the beach. I'm, I am a beach bum, so that's the reason why we're going to talk about the beach uh, for the three up, three down. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get started, man, with this episode. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with it, with Transfer Watch. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC. 
I'm going to start my pre-trial right now. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. Um, we try to stay active on, on our social medias. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. I think we dropped some pretty good stuff, some fun stuff over there. And of course, if, if I, whenever I decided, whatever I decide, my, my jersey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the jersey better thing. Um, so whatever Ooh. I decide the jersey bet, uh, is gonna be for this season, uh, it'll be posted on social media. Soon. So yeah, there's that. All right. But, but yeah, transfer watch, man. So, oh, yeah. We're gonna kick things off with, uh, unfortunately, Tottenham. Um, Jed Spence is joining Tottenham. He is a young, promising player over at Nottingham Forest. So now he's going to Tottenham uh, to not win shit. Um, so, so good for him. Okay, I'm just say. like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm like, yay, <laughs> like, I, I guess, yay. All right, U.S. Men's National Team goalkeeper Zach Steffen is set to join Middlesbrough on a loan. Um, obviously, the World Cup is. Literally in a few months at this point. So he needs to go somewhere where he's going to be playing regularly. Um, especially between that, that match, that competition between him and Matt Turner. Now, you know, I've said what I said about Matt Turner and his competition with Aaron Ramsdale. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like there's some moments where you can probably say, seem, it seems that Matt Turner could probably beat Aaron Ramsdale for the number one spot. Just saying. Um, I mean, Ramsdale is still good, but you know, he did get scored on by Orlando City. Um, that's just more props to Facundo Torres, but, but yeah, there was that. But then after Matt Turner came in the second half, it was just shut, you know, complete shut down from Matt Turner. So we'll see what happens with Matt Turner. Uh, but obviously, Zach Stefan needs to be playing to at least give himself the edge for the, for the World Cup. So we'll see what happens with Zach Stefan there in Millsboro. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's what he needed to do is just get, go with the team that gives him a little more burn. Exactly. All right, man. Speaking of, of a club of, that you like, uh, Edward, uh, Juventus is getting a defender from Torino. So <laughs> a club rival. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, in the Italian league, it looks like just, they're just kind of swapping players here now. Yeah. Like, there's no loyalty they're, they're in the Italian good. league. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're really like, for both Milan's and Juventus. So, yeah. <laughs> No, nah, but me, like, uh, if anything, I I guess I have to get two New Jerseys now. Like, you know, Barca and Aroma. Uh-oh. Oh, speaking yeah. of no loyalty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I was like. Uh, well, DePaul is, is another guy that you like. Um, I mean, you're not going to find a Palmera, uh DePaul jersey because that is it's very difficult to find. Very um, rare, especially from back in the day, like, back, yeah. you know, back then. And if you do, if you do find one, it's, uh, pretty pricey. It's going to be pricey. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So the ball kind of similar Lewandowski S, uh, respect that you give to them. So, yep. So I, I can understand that. But yeah. So Bremer, uh, Brazilian center back. Um, uh, you know, they, they got rid of Matias Delic, who they barely played. So I guess now they, they need another, well, now they do need a center back to play. So, cause you know, there's, there's no, there's no Cellini now. They do need a center back. Yeah, that was so like it's gonna be weird seeing Nocciolini. Yeah, maybe maybe some young, some new blood in that back line could help them. Um, right. All right. We 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 talked about how Wayne Rooney is taking over DC United. 
So the first thing he's going to do is bring in guys that he wants to bring into DC United, and he gets Ravel Morrison, a former Manchester United player, uh, to his club at DC. So I don't know who Ravel Morrison is, though. Is uh, in my to be honest, Edward, um, it's a free transfer. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know who the fuck Ravel Morrison is, um, but apparently Wade really likes him. So. <laughs> I really like I I probably if I wanted to I probably could have done some more research on him but like I'm not I'm not necessarily a Manchester United fan like that maybe this is probably one of those times that we probably could have invited Miguel over because he seems like a diehard but yeah yeah I mean we'll we'll get him we'll get him on the show we'll get him on the show speaking of Manchester United players this one I actually do know Jesse Lingard is set to join Nottingham Forest on a free transfer oh yeah I mean Bro, I'm surprised that he's actually, you know, going out. Like, you know, I, I figure, I think he's a good player. He's, he's, I honestly to me, thought he would have gone back to Man U. Aston. Well, you mean he was a Man U. Um, I would have, I've actually, he played at Aston Villa, right? That's where he got sent to you on loan. Yeah. I honestly would have thought like he would have gone to Aston Villa. Did they, did they have the option to buy clause? Like, uh, I mean, most clubs, I think after a loan, they still have that opportunity if they want to. Um, so, so there's that, but, but yeah, Jesse Lingard going to the newly promoted Nottingham Forest. So looks like Nottingham Forest wants to bring in some English Premier League experience into their club. So Jesse Lingard's a guy I like, I don't know if I would ever get, a, get his jersey with, uh, of an opposing club, but I mean, uh, maybe I'm just a little bit different from Edward, but, <laughs> but yeah, so. Nottingham Forest getting some EPL experience. Jesse Lingard, an opportunity where he's definitely going to be playing. Um, so, because I mean, Manchester United, there's a lot of talent there. Uh, you still don't know what Tahog's going to do. Um, apparently, there's it's it's kind of rough right now in Manchester United as well. I, I don't know, but um, but yeah. So those are some things I've been hearing. But uh, speaking of a club that maybe isn't dealing with much drama besides Lukaku, um, Chelsea is actually interested in getting Saint Maximin. Uh, from Newcastle United. Mm. I mean, they they have just, the money. Just don't give they, them the money. Just don't give yeah, them the money. Yeah, I was like, I was like, they have all the money. They have, they literally have the resources. Newcastle does, and they can go ahead and spring for whoever they want. Like honestly, in all honesty, I mean, to be honest, I'm over here thinking that maybe Newcastle was going to be the one making a super team with all like the up and coming. With like up and coming players, but I, I was wrong. I was like, oh wow! Like I mean, they buying- they brought in some pretty interesting players. I mean, Bruno Bruno Guimaraes is definitely one to to mention. But uh, I, yeah, I haven't but, really been hearing anything big from Newcastle yet. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, we were all thinking like, damn, maybe how like they're going to be like super on. active in this transfer. I still think they're going to go get Leno because I mean, it just seems very likely Leno's out. I'm. They haven't really put much. I mean, obviously, Aaron Ramsdale and and Matt Turner have been the ones playing more in during here in this U.S. tour. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll see what what what. Hopefully, maybe new. Ca- I mean, it's still early in the transfer. Do you think? Do you think that maybe they're playing the the you know the hometown heroes because they're they're at home and that's why they're not not like not, with the, not with the owners. They they want they want instant results right now. So I mean, they're gonna. They're gonna go. They're gonna get something. They just need it. They're, I think right now they're just they're still kind of working on their on their deals because it's crazy how 
any big transfers has already happened just in the yeah. beginning of the transfer window, but there's still plenty of transfer. I mean, we're, yes, we're almost done with July, but like, I mean, it's, there's still the month of August. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. But all right, the big dogs in Germany, Bayern Munich are very interested in getting Harry Kane. Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard, I heard about that. Which is weird because obviously I, I, I pretty much, I said Harry Kane was like the English Premier League's Robert Lewandowski. Um, <laughs> so. Well, I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to find out how much similar he is to Lewandowski. Um, he's not body goals, um, but honestly, I really don't know what Harry Kane's body looks like, but I know it's pale. Um, <laughs> it's pasty. Yeah, I mean, Germany's not going to help it any much better, but, <laughs> but there we go. Um, but we'll see what Bayern Munich does. As as I continue on with Bayern Munich, as they went and got uh, a young, promising French player in Mathis Tell, um, he's going to be joining Bayern Munich. Um, there's a lot of excitement among about this kid. They were, they've been talking about it, about him. Um, so Bayern Munich, yes, they go out there and get big name players, but they also like to take some very promising young players as well, and we've seen them do that plenty of times. Um, I don't, I don't know if they're so much known for developing their own talent, but you know, they definitely go and I'm, get young players for sure. I mean, I'm only thinking like, I'm like, hmm, who is somebody that came out of like Bayern Munich? And I'm like thinking and thinking and thinking. I'm like, hmm, did I don't even think Joshua, I don't even think Joshua Kimmich was a, was a no, he, Josh, I think, I think Joshua Kimmich was either Wolfsburg or, or, uh, Dorfman, I think. Yeah, so because I mean, Narby obviously he's an Arsenal product. That's that still crushes me. Yeah, um, yeah. Leroy Sané was Man City, wasn't he? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but but yeah, I don't. Wait, was Thomas Mueller always with Bayern Munich? No, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I think he was, but because Noor was from uh, Schalke. Yeah, Miller was from Schalke. Damn, so like they just picked off like the the, the prizes from 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 That's those from those teams. Damn. That is interesting. But yeah, I so, guess their scouts are pretty badass if they can do that. They're great scouts, just not for their academy. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Eden Hazard is actually pondering an MLS future. So really, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that. Supposedly, supposedly, this dude's saying that he's going to take this season seriously, that he's going to train, and, and he's going to work out. he is out getting hated on right now. That, I, mean, I mean, also by me, but there's also some people that still, they're, they're not happy from what they're seeing so far from him. Um, that was just what I, what I meant, but maybe, maybe a move to the MLS, you know, looks like Gareth Bale spring is pretty happy right now in LAFC, so. I mean, they they made a they made a really big deal about his first touch, which was like a, uh, like a quick one touch pass. I mean, and then he's like already a scored deal. a goal. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, Danny Alves is set to join Pumas. Oh yeah, that that's that's to me that's um, I guess it's a good move for Danny Alves because I mean, honestly, I as much as I love him as a fullback. He he's he's old and but he still has that experience and I and think now we get to watch play, him on on weekends in Univision. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dude, like, basically, I think what's going on is he's doing the Ronaldinho thing. Like, he's doing the Ronaldinho thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why. But yeah. All right. So there's some other ones. Uh, Edward, you don't have these, but uh, I had these um, added on. But uh, Chris Richards is set to join Crystal Palace. Um, I don't know if it's official yet, but I know it seems very strong that he will be joining Crystal Palace this season. Um, he went on loan at Hoffenheim, obviously, you know, played a little, a few times for, for Bayern Munich, but now he's going to be going to Crystal Palace, possibly an opportunity for him to get some, get some actual playing time. Obviously, with the World Cup looming, it's probably a good opportunity for him. Um, MLS, huge wonder kid. Uh, Valentin Castellanos won the MLS Cup with NYFCFC. He is actually going to join Girona, which I think it just got promoted back to La Liga. He will be joining Girona on loan. Um, you know, last season I believe he led the league in scoring, and, and now he's 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 going to test his talents out in Europe. Which I mean, this was a, a guy that I think I mentioned that he's you know we could possibly be seeing him in Europe soon, and well now it's soon. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, what was I going to say? Do you think they have the? I mean, usually whenever it comes to these young talents, I, I normally like to think that they have that loan option to buy clause where they're like, hey, we'll offer you this much. If we end up selling him, you'll get like 15% or They might this. do that, but uh, knowing that it's, it's Girona, I mean, no offense to them, but like, obviously they don't have a necessary track record of staying afloat in La Liga. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting for him. Uh, I think maybe if he's able to show up for Girona, but like, you know, let's say Girona ends up getting relegated. Um, Maybe, maybe he, you know, he comes back to NYCFC, but now that, you know, a lot of, a lot of clubs now in Spain have gotten a good, a better look at him. Maybe one of them goes and goes after him or maybe someone from another league ends up seeing, you know, watching a little bit of film on him. I'm sure everybody's been watching him from the MLS, but you know, now that he's actually physically in, in the, in their time zone, maybe they have like a better chance to get to see him in person. Um, cause I mean, Girona yeah. is not going to be on any like European competition, obviously, but especially if you're in La Liga. So if you're like Villarreal, if you're, you know, maybe Real Madrid or Barcelona or, or, um, Real Sociedad or, or, or Madrid or Real Sociedad, even Valencia, they're looking to come back up into the mix. Um, maybe they keep an eye on see what this kid can do. Cause, um, I think he's, he's very talented and I thought that this was going to be the next move for him. And, you know, maybe, or maybe Jerome, maybe Jerome is the fifth room. Maybe he keeps him afloat. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm excited for him. I, I hope to see him do well. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to see like, like young talent to prosper, you know, like in, especially like from the MLS and then they go overseas and actually like he produces. That would be pretty cool to see. And then, I mean, it's example, something, it's something Jack, you always example Jack Harrison at Leeds United. Hey, oh yeah, hey. Also an NYC an NYCFC product, also an MLS draft product. So that's a that's a win win right there. Um speaking of, of, of young players that Edward uh, admires, Timo Werner, Chelsea are actually open to sell Timo Werner. And I believe Timo Werner actually also wants out of Chelsea. I mean I mean it, as much as I want him to succeed, it's just he didn't do the five goals that I predicted that he was going to do. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure Kelsey will never let you go down without knowing that. Remind you that. Oh yeah. 
unless if he pulls it off and he does like five goals wherever else he goes and then like the 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 nail in the coffin basically for the joke to stop would be like if he somehow ends up doing it against Liverpool, which I really doubt. <laughs> That'd be funny, but yeah. So Timo Werner possible sale up for sale, and this is the last one. Error. This one definitely want to hear what you think about this rumor. Um, right. Matches United is talking to Atletico Madrid. For a Cristiano Ronaldo and Antoine Griezmann swap. Uh, I don't know. Both players are good. And one the lot just, Yeah. I see what you mean. Um I guess this answers the question that Griezmann is now has been bought to Atletico Madrid. I mean, the thing is, like, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same Griezmann. It's not the same Greasy that he was when he was in that, when he first was at Atletico. Um, this is this move it, would have made so much more sense if Pogba was still in Manchester United. By the yes. way, <laughs> this move would make a whole lot more sense. This exactly. is how you would make Paul Pogba happy <laughs> to bring his guy yeah. Greasy. Yep. I mean, I, honestly, the thing is, like, is, if Ten Hag can do something with him, cool. If he can't, then that's that's the situation there. So I mean, we'll see. Because I mean, you know, obviously, there's rumors saying that Ronaldo wants out, but then there's you know, you know, apparently, you know, it's like, no, no, I never said that. And then Ten Hag's like, no, we we really want Ronaldo here. He's the centerpiece of this team. But then makes Harry Maguire captain. So it's, it's uh, no one knows what's going on in Manchester United, but my thing is, my thing is like that dude is captain. I'm just like, uh, I, I wonder who. I, I was like, I'm like, captain. I was like, I was like, I wonder who he's related to, <laughs> Maguire. The Maguire. Like, I wonder. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, what if, what if, what if he has like, hey, he has like 45 percent of his family's like in the board or something? Because I mean, come on, how can you pull off? That like to be a captain, and we've seen like we've seen horrible, horrible gameplay from him. And I'm just like, I, I don't even know what else I could say. It's just it's you been know, bad. I, I, I believe I believe Harry Maguire is going to have a bounce back. I, I believe in a bounce back. I think Harry Maguire gets bounce back here. I mean, okay, like, you know, I'm hoping you're right. I mean, he does. He definitely plays a lot better for England, but uh. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I feel Harry Maguire will have a bounce back. Um, I'm not going to put a jersey bet on that, but I mean, <laughs> I, believe he, I think he can have a bounce back. Oh. All right. So that is Transfer Watch. And now we're on to headlines. So the first headline is we're going to actually talk about Neymar. Obviously, you know, last week we concluded his Netflix series. Next week we'll, 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 ha- we'll do a recap on see the ball, pass the ball. Um, the, the, the documentary on Barcelona, the Barcelona era with Pep Guardiola. I'm guessing it's Pep Guardiola's era with Messi. And yeah, if anything, I'm, I haven't I haven't yet checked it out yet. But yeah, it's like that. The little trailer shows that Pep is talking. And he's literally saying that he's like, you know, you you see the ball, take the ball, pass the ball. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So that will be the next documentary we'll be watching for this summer. But anyways, so Neymar. PSG has made it clear that they are open to sell Neymar. Neymar has said that he wants to stay. 
And actually, here's a little quote from from Neymar. So, I want to stay at the at the club. I am still under contract for a few years. So far, the club has told me has not told me anything like this about wanting to, me to leave. I have nothing to prove to anyone. People know me, know who I am, how I behave on the pitch, and what my game is. I don't need to prove myself. I just need to play my football to be happy. People talk too much, and they talk too much because they can't do anything else. Mm. I don't know. Like the the big issue with me is I don't know many clubs that would want Neymar. Um, mainly because of the. I mean, yes, you're taking a big risk just because of it's Neymar. Um, you know how he is on the pitch because you do know how he is on the pitch. Um, yeah, I mean he's a great player, but we also know he he could be a little bit you know can can get, get can get really hot real quickly as far as like ang- with his anger goes on the pitch. Um, and then also we we know how he how he fl- likes to flop a few times, but um, I mean that's also one thing concern. Um, you know maybe some people are, gonna, are still kind of worried that maybe Neymar isn't really all there for the game. Um. But obviously, all that aside, he's still a really good player, still a once-in-generation type of player. Um, kind of maybe has dwindled down over the years, and I think it's just probably because he's always that number two guy, except for Brazil, obviously. But like when he comes to club, obviously, when he went to, to Barcelona, he was number two to Messi. And then when he, now he's at PSG, you thought he was going to be the number one, and now he's number two to Mbappe. Um, so, right. so I think that, you know, obviously, and then I, I would assume PSG is is willing to take a big on their losses. Obviously, how much they paid for him and as far as his transfer was, um, you're not going to get that same value for him. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if many clubs are really. I just don't think many in the position that Neymar plays. I don't think that there's many clubs that like, at least the big clubs that would need Neymar. Like I think all yeah. the big clubs have a solid winger right now. Um, yeah, every, every every big club right now. If anything, they've already gone and done their shopping, and uh, you know they've they've already reached you know whoever they want to reach out to and get that winger. Yeah, because I think like like just just shooting teams out like Real Madrid. You know they have Vinicius. Um, you know oh, Barcelona. You're seeing kind of what Rafinha can bring to the table, um, mm. and I'm sure we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, you know, with Chelsea, probably Chelsea because we don't know what they're doing with their wingers. Um, but they have Raheem Sterling now. Um, Liverpool. I mean, no one, you know, Mohamed Salah, have you heard of him? Um, and then there's Oh, yeah. I'm, they're, they're good. They're solid. They're good. Uh, Manchester United should have a lot of wingers, but we don't know. Um, they, they if, might, you know what? Uh, if anybody could take a flyer on Neymar, it's Manchester United. <laughs> I know, but they, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're I iffy mean, about it. Italy, what do you think? Italy, maybe, maybe? New, maybe Newcastle? Actually, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. That, I was like, that would make Newcastle? a whole And if you want to sell jerseys, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, oh, like, yeah. that's a quick way to sell some jerseys right there. Um, mm-hmm. But Neymar wants to say put. I mean, you know, I, I, like he's mentioned, he's, he's under contract. But we know that doesn't mean much these days. Um, but yeah, how do you how do you necessarily feel? One, can PSG necessarily sell Neymar? And do Honestly, you, does it, does it, like if you hear all these rumors that this, that your club doesn't want you, but at the same time that this, they're they're not telling you anything, which I think that can also be like a little bit discomforting. Like 
Like, hey, can you guys keep me in the, you know, can you guys tell me what's going on? Like, are y'all like, at least like if you, if you're going to sell me, let me know you're, you're at least listening to offers. They're not necessarily like committed to it, but you, you know, like at least tell me that, okay, you're, you're keeping an ear out. Like as a player, I think that that's how I would prefer, like instead of having to see the media and Twitter having to tell it for me, like, you know, at least be right. like, what's that word? Um, at least, at least be talkative about it to yeah. the player himself. Like, hey, just want to let you know, or you know, um, just want to let you know that um, you know we're we're talking about it. But hey, right. but what if, what if Mbappe? What if, what if Mbappe is the one that says like, don't tell him anything? You know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think I think also if you're a player and and you're feeling like your club doesn't really want you, I think I would want out too. Shoot, at this point, go to the MLS. Um, so I don't know, man. If they, I mean, you know, Neymar is a, is an ambitious guy. So I can see him wanting to prove his doubters wrong. Like, like he usually ends up doing anyways. Um, yeah. which if you, I, I, I just don't see anybody really wanting, like I can see Neymar go in January. Like he could be a January transfer because, you know, things happen throughout the season. Players get injured. Depending and, and- on seriousness, like I guess he never leave in January, but I don't know about now. Well, I was gonna say, and if anything, with the World Cup coming up, you don't know what's gonna happen in the World Cup. Maybe he might show up and shine, and he might be in the Brazilian team that wins the World Cup. You know, and see, like, that's the, also the weird know. thing is like we don't know and how you know this season's a- gonna be played out because you got the World Cup and, in in October. And you know for a fact that. He's gonna be the team captain. Like he's gonna be the, the capitan. Like he's gonna be. He's gonna be the one wearing the band. So like, if you're the one wearing the band and you lead, you lead the team to win the World Cup. Would you really want to get rid of that player? <laughs> like, as a, as a team, you know, like as as the owner of the team or like as the board, like, would you really want to get rid of that one player that we actually took the whole team to the World Cup? It might make you rethink things, and and you'd be like, maybe this dude can actually take. The team to the Champions League, like again. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Honestly, um, yeah. I I think I think honestly, like going on a transfer right now is like a huge risk. Unless the the, the risk is going to be you're playing more, then obviously go by all means take that take that more opportunity. But like you know, sometimes you gotta gel with your club. Sometimes you know it's like, and that's asking for a lot when a guy is compete. Unless you're like a for sure you're going to the you're gonna be playing in the World Cup. But like those guys are like fighting for those last roster spots. Like we all, everybody yeah. knows who the starting 11 is going to be for most of the World Cup teams because of, you know, we just know. But you know, obviously yeah. those last few spots that are trying to get on the bench on the reserve team, like those are the spots that we're really talking about. Like it's going to be a big risk. Obviously we're not talking about this for Neymar, but like it's obviously a big risk for these guys that, that if they go out to a new club. Now for Neymar's case, I just, I just don't see any club that wants to take the risk of Neymar. They know his value. They know what he can do. But at the same time, there's teams that they just don't really need a guy in his position. Honestly, if you're PSG, you kind of want to have some, some similar cohesion going on. Um, you know, I, I would honestly say give it, give, give the Mbappe, you know, Messi and Neymar, uh, try and another try to see how it, you see if it works or not. Um, but. I don't necessarily think that it would, you know, the issue is that PSG wants to win the Champions League, you know, and yeah, honestly, you have, much. you have a club. You, that can you win have the, the potential, you have, you have the players, you have, basically you have the, 
maybe a consistent coach just, would probably help too. But I mean, like well, maybe maybe sticking with the same coach also, for a couple years. There's also this one thing that's been kind of like inkling me a little bit. So like you know how the Triton. I mean, we already got two out of two out of three Triton from uh, from the Barcelona the the, the Triton that everybody was basically like, damn, if you face Suarez, Neymar, and Messi, you, know, you have like this powerful Triton, but you got to think about it. Neymar has changed to a whole different player. Um, Messi, he's already up in age and he's speedy. But if you notice the way that he plays, he's very confined. He's he, he very, seems very he's not, he seems very checked out sometimes to me. Yeah, like he seems very. No, the thing is, like he seems very confined. Like he's not playing uh, the way that he wants to or the way that he's used to. But it's like, then you got Mbappe, who basically, he can go in the wings, he can go in the middle. Like, basically, he's just doing whatever he wants to do. But if you notice Neymar, he's always in the middle. And then if you notice Messi, he's always, or I'm sorry, if you notice Neymar, he's always on the wing. If you notice Messi, he's always on the wing or back. And then if you notice Mbappe, he's in the wing, he's in the middle, he's in back, center field, like, as a false nine almost sometimes. Like So he's like, he's got the majority of that forward field covered. I'm like, if you give Messi that opportunity, he might want to take it as well. You know, like, and I mean, he has the drill, the dribble. He has the footwork. He can do it. It's just giving him the confidence to do so, like give him, trusting in him. But if you just want to, hey, we just want to make sure that Mbappe is the one that's scoring all the goals and he's the, the money shot, he's the, he's the face of PSG, then that's probably one thing that's not really going to help him reach the Champions League final. Like the, the the defense in the mid could be solid. It's just that the front is honestly like uh, it's, it clashes. Sadly to say, even though it's it's a ba- they're badass, like they they're badass individually. But it's like when you put them together, it's like kind of trying to fit three people through the same door frame, and the door frame's like made for a person who's like five foot two or five foot one. You know? Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see what so, happens. I mean, um. Yeah, PSG is going to be interesting, obviously, with this new addition of, of, of the power that's been given to Mbappe. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm thinking that, you know, maybe you just need to give them another season to see how they, how they gel together. But, um, I, I think mean, you probably have another season, season yeah. of this, of this combination because, I mean, you know, obviously the rumors of Messi going to, to Miami, but we'll see. That's in 2023. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so Edward, huh. welcome to Wrexham. Huh. So Wrexham United, well, Wrexham is the club that Ryan Reynolds and also Rob uh, McElney, who you know is one of the stars for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously yeah. these two bought Wrexham. They're, they're the oh, nice. two owners of which Wrexham is a club in Wales. Um, they're currently playing in one of the lower divisions in England. Um, and, you know, obviously they're, they're, they're working on building this club up to, to, you know, get them promoted to maybe one day in the English Premier League. Um, so, you know, obviously they need some, some spotlight, some attention. And so Ryan Reynolds and, and Rob both, both thought of starting a docu-series that would follow Wrexham. Oh, so yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna say I was like that. That um, that's pretty cool though. Like, so it's not even like one of the big teams. Like, it's a you know, it's a smaller team. 
Yeah. So, I mean, when I think of this, obviously, Subtle Until I Die is a, is a docu-series that I actually was, I really enjoy watching uh, because obviously Subtle and a team that was, had a lot of years in English Premier League gets dropped down to the championship and then the following season gets dropped down to league, to league one. Um, and so they, and they've been kind of, you know, they just got bumped up to the championship, uh, this past season. So, I mean, you know, it's a, it's kind of interesting to follow a lower club. And I think Wrexham, I think Wrexham, the fact that they do have Ryan Reynolds as their owner and Rob, I mean, I, I can't tell you much. I did have watched it's always sunny in Philadelphia a few times, but I can't tell you that I'm like a diehard, you know, it's always sunny fan. Um, it's very, it's a funny show. I mean, I like the humor in it. I, it's just a, right now, it's like for me to get caught up with that show is just going to take a very long time. So I might as well just wait till, till they finish the series and then I'll just watch it from there. But, but it's a funny show. Binge, yeah. Binge watch it. Yeah. It, it's very binge worthy. I would definitely say that. Um, but yeah, man, if so, the, the, the series on, on welcome to, it's actually going to be called welcome to Wrexham. Is going to be released August 24th in the US and then August 25th in the UK, which part of me also thinks that that's technically the same thing. Um, if we're talking about time zones, um, <laughs> that's probably what it is, <laughs> right? And, um, if you want to watch it, it will actually be available on Hulu because it's an FX, uh, FX on Hulu show, um, which I mean, that to me is a pretty interesting combination when you do these FX Hulu shows. But, and then this is confusing as hell. It's Disney Plus if you want to watch in the UK. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, you know, Disney Plus has that bundle with Hulu. So, I mean, I guess it makes some oh, sense. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it makes some sense, but it's just funny because I'm like, when you hear FX and Hulu, FX on Hulu, because uh, I, don't, I don't know if you watched it. I don't know. If, do you have Hulu over? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, like, so, uh, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen like Mayans. Yeah, so FX see. on Hulu, like you, you, they cuss, you know, when you watch it. Yeah, and uh, and like when I, I was watching The Bear, that's like uh, one one of the shows. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, actually I like that show. Yeah, I, I, I saw I, it. It's I only a one it. season, but it is, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I finished the first season. It's really good. I, I mainly watched it because like the guy that plays Lip on Shameless is on it, so I was like, and I I actually do find him entertaining. Um, but yeah, so. FX on Hulu, so I'm like, okay, they're gonna be cussing. It's Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and uh, and then you see Disney Plus, and it's like, uh, okay, maybe I don't know. You maybe UK rolls a little differently when it comes to Disney Plus. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the like, you know how they made the the Once Upon a Deadpool version, the PG thirteen version of it. Oh man, I hated that. <laughs> I hated. It's that probably song. that. It's probably that. Man. It was funny to see him in in. Uh, is it Ben Savage? Mm, That's what you get as, right? So. I don't know if his name sure. is Ben. I just know it's Savage. Last name is Savage. Uh, yeah, the guy from Boy Meets World. No, not Boy Meets World. He was the Wonder Years. Oh, cool. one of those guys. He did make a cameo in in Boy Meets World, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, freaking um, Corey. Corey punches him. <laughs> oh, damn. And now I gotta go watch that show again. It's, on Disney, it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, uh, I, I rewatched it and I realized that I hate I hate Sean. <laughs> oh wow! All right, guys. So that's the show. I gotta go. I gotta go binge watch this show. <laughs> He's gonna watch it so he can see the development of Topanga. 
No, I'm just like, cause I, I, I enjoyed that show like when I was a kid. Yeah. Topanga. Mr. That's, Feeney. That's, that's everybody's question. Dude, Feeney sold now. <laughs> that's like the craziest. That was my, dude, my dude. recollection. I was seeing him now and I'm like, good God. Uh, anyways. All right, so that is going back to going back to it. Yeah, I was like going back to what Welcome Rex. Um, I definitely will be watching it. Maybe me and Eric will probably do like recaps of uh, as as Rexum goes. Welcome to Rexum has gone. We'll we'll probably do recaps on it. Actually, you know what? That maybe that's the club that me and Eric are officially going to be rooting together. Is a, is Rexum? Yeah, yay. Do you, do you want to commit? To I, got, I got I got I got to see. No, I don't. I want to. I want. I got to see their jerseys. Oh, they they look. Pretty sick. I, to, I, I like I like the I like the second the secondary kid. They look pretty sick. I don't obviously they're gonna get new jerseys for this coming season, but uh, or maybe they dropped them already. Anyways, but yeah, wreck them. Well, we'll definitely. Be, um, hmm? I said wreck them. Wreck them. It's also a cool name. <laughs> I do think red is in their badge, so. Mm. All right, and last headline is FIFA 23 have announced their cover athletes for their final installment of the FIFA franchise. Obviously, next season, they next year they'll be going to EA EA Sports FC. So, yeah, creativity is amazing in in EA Sports. Um, but it has been announced that Kylian Mbappe will once again be on the on the cover, but joining him will be. Chelsea player Samantha Kerr, also Australian player. Yay! So they mean, mean she will be featured in it. Samantha Kerr, if you guys don't know, is a phenomenal player. She has been killing it in, in for Chelsea for quite some time. Um, definitely could be someone that you'd be seeing for Player of the Year uh, for the women's side. Uh, she she's really good. Um, she also bodied a guy during a game. Uh, so. So she and she's Australian, so you know, bonus points right there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure our good friend Stewart is 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 flipping right now. I mean, also he's happy because you know Australia is going to be in the World Cup. So he's, <laughs> he's 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 just he's just all new. And, and now Nazi is now represented in FIFA. So it's a great day for Stewart. Uh, but yeah, so this is the last the last cover of FIFA because obviously they're going to be converting to EA Sports FC. Yeah. All I gotta say is. Hopefully, and the God, hopefully, the game improves. Um, because FIFA is kind of they're falling off the map. Oh yeah, big time. Like they they focus more on the actual transaction stuff with the food and stuff. And I mean, I'm the type of guy just bolts are just sucks. yeah. Uh, uh, you guys try you to get it so dude, hard. You can't you can't even you can't even get it like a. You can't even get a game going. Like it sucks so bad. Like when you try to get online, because I've, mm-hmm. I've tried it a lot, and I was like, I, I liked it. I got to the point where I beat it and everything. It's just, uh, it was just I couldn't, I couldn't get past the like trying to find an online game. I was like, man, I was like, this sucks. Yeah, I mean, you try to get the people that love FIFA Street, but this isn't FIFA Street. Um, nope. And then. I'm trying to remember the last FIFA that I can generally say was a great FIFA. Uh, would you consider the Road to Glory, like the, the tale of Alex Hunter? Would no, you consider that great? Hell no. 
especially the last one. That one was just bad. I think that was last year's, wasn't it, or the year before that? The one, the one that you had to do all three, like three. You had to follow three storylines. Like that was just. Ugh. Oh yeah, it was a uh, it was Alex Hunter, then his sister, his sister and, and, and 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 Billy Billy something or other Williams the Williams w- Billy Williams yeah. yeah, and it's like oh yeah, if you did something, then it affected the other one, and the other one affected. And I was like, yeah, I was like, and that was also. I mean. Uh, I think the the one thing that was cool about that installment of FIFA was obviously that was when they got the rights to Champions League, but um, that's really all the bonus points they get is the champ that they got the, the rights to the Champions League. But I think honestly, like the last good FIFA that I played was like FIFA 14. Damn, I was thinking about the exact. Was that the one with Ronaldinho on the cover? Because I think it is. No, I don't think Ronaldinho was the cover athlete. I think that was when. That's when Messi just took over. I think so. I'm trying to remember. 14. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Messi just went on a streak. Because I still have my 10 from FIFA 13, and that's with Messi doing the doing the, the, the two fingers up celebration of his. Um, but yeah, FIFA 14, I think that was... Yeah, FIFA 14 was probably like the last one that I generally enjoyed playing FIFA. Um, so... Specifically, career mode. I don't think career mode was like anything special, but like it was probably like the first, like the, generally, I had a great time playing people. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that they brought in like the the manager negotiations and stuff, but like, it, I, I get it, bored of doing the the scenes now. Like, it, I just kind of skip through it, skip through it, skip through it, just get the deal done. Or sometimes now I just like I, I uh, delegated most of the time. Damn! So you can skip the. The, the movie cuts and stuff. I mean, you hold, you know, obviously you hold the button so you, you can skip it and then just go to like the negotiate, like just deal with like, oh yeah, yeah, can you want you want to be a crucial player? Okay. Like kind of things. <laughs> I'm all, I'm very grateful at some of like, at some of the, depending, I think it depends like what level club and what level player you're dealing with. But there's some yeah. negotiations that just the player wants this, the player wants this, the player wants this, the one, but like, all right, done. <laughs> Which I'm very grateful for because I hate having to like just argue. You mean haggle, like haggle and all that. Like, it just gets it, it, at one point it just gets repetitive and it just sucks. Like it's it, it's it losses appeal very quickly, especially when it's the same cutscenes. Yeah, they just change the face. They change the, the faces. Sometimes it's, you went to go get brunch with him. Sometimes you just go to the office. The weird one was. <laughs> The nightclub was very weird. I didn't like that. I thought that there was, was a nightclub, or I don't know. If it was like a night dinner place or something like that. Um, but it's I didn't like it. I, I didn't like it. Um, but yeah. So FIFA fix the game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, or EA Sports FC, which which one, whichever one, but fix it. They probably won't. I mean, probably stick with microtransactions. I mean, that's where all games are going now these days. I mean, should people complain about Madden? I honestly, I probably am not going to buy FIFA 23. I'm I'll be honest. I'm probably I'm probably done with people. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably wait and see what the reaction yeah, are. What's gonna happen. I'll probably wait till Black Friday. Right, thirty right. bucks. I'm there. All right, Edward. So debate topic. This debate is brought to you by Audible. Audible provides a great selection of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. If you guys go ahead and use the link, insert name. It, I mean, 
Jesus Christ. Audibletrial.com slash insert name MC podcast. You'll go ahead and get yourself a 30 day free trial. Once again, audibletrial.com slash insert name FC podcast. All right, everybody. So today's debate is should numbers be position specific? And this kind of goes no. to Jao Cancello deciding to wear the number seven. Nah, I mean, I honestly don't think so. Yeah, I, I think it it really doesn't matter. I think it's just it it is weird when um we can see a number nine playing center back. Yeah, that that would be fucking weird. But I think that there's certain players that like are like do obviously like Erling Haaland. Got, you know, he's wearing number nine for for Manchester City. Like he's sticking with the traditional number nine. Um. I think I think I used to think it was weird, but and obviously being a Houston Dynamo fan, Demarcus Bleasley wore number seven. He was a fullback, so I got used to that. But you know, the internet has been gone has gone crazy. Like when Jao Cancelo announced that he was going to wear number, obviously number seven became available because Raheem Sterling now plays for Chelsea. Um, yeah, and so the internet went just crazy when uh, when Jao Cancelo announced that he was going to be taking the number seven and. I mean, I get it because, you know, when, when, you know, growing up playing the game, you're, you know, you, you ideally the numbers for defenders were number two through six. Obviously six could be also a midfielder's number, you know, obviously six, you know, eight, um, seven can also be used by a midfielder, but also by a winger, you know, 10 and nine. And obviously, you know, number 10, obviously the best player wears number 10. Kind of, you know, like everyone, every number the playmaker, like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, number one was goalkeeper. Uh, I think, like, I'm fine with whatever number you want to wear. I think the only thing I would find super weird is if a player wore number one, um, like that's not a goalkeeper. I think that's <laughs> the only time I'll actually like kind of be weirded out because it just doesn't look right to me. Um, but uh, I mean. You see guys wear number, I mean, you know, I've seen guys number, wear number three and they play on the wings. Uh, you know, that was Bale at, at one point. Uh, but I, I think at, at, at the end of it all, it's just a number. If a player wants to wear a certain number, I don't think position, I mean, shoot, the NFL kind of w- went away from the number being the number being like position specific as well. So, I mean, I'm not, it doesn't bug me as, as, as it used to. Um, but I, I think the only one, the only thing I'll draw the line with would be number one. Like if somebody not a goalkeeper wearing number one, yeah, that would be weird for me. But, uh, I mean, aside from that, I don't think, but, um, I, I mean, if you wanted to try to, I guess, find a perspective as to why you wouldn't want to see players wear certain numbers at certain positions, like seeing a striker wear number three, like, like, is there any way, any, any way to justify that? Edward? No, I mean, if that's the number that he wants, or I mean, uh, honestly, I, I I could care less, man. I'm, I played I played up front, and I was number four. I was like, so that's also a pickup yeah. league, and you just grab whatever numbers available in pickup leagues. So, no, I mean, four. To be honest, four. I was like, man, I was like, I'll be because remember, four was a uh, uh in Barca for a yeah. while, and then it's like. It was like, oh, you know, like you would not expect that. Well, he also you, wore you were for Arsenal. Yeah. So but then he wore number ten, and then he left. Well, I don't want to say anything, but somebody's a bit salty. No, I love Fabregas. I hate. I, I just hate. I just hate bad person. 
<laughs> Damn. Because Fabregas, it made sense. He's going to Barcelona. That's where he. That's where he's from. You know, like he was. I think. Uh, yeah, I think he was part of the academy at, at Barcelona. So it made sense. Van Persie literally had no reason besides just he wants to go win a championship. And if you just just said it like that, I'd be okay. He said, "I've always been a Man U fan." When there's literally a picture of you surrounded by Arsenal stuff. So <laughs> when you're a kid, yeah, he's like growing up. I was such a big fan of Manchester United. No, you weren't. There's a picture. Oh my yeah. god. Anyways, anyways, that's not the point. But yeah, so that's our thoughts. If you guys felt differently, because me and I clearly don't fucking care, unless you're a goalkeeper. That's the only. <laughs> don't wear number one. Dude, a, a goalkeeper. A goalkeeper could wear like 365 for all right there. I I'm really, fine with I, that. I'm just saying, an, a player out in the field wearing number one, it just it, there's something douchey about it. Like I'm the number. I'm number one. <laughs> I don't know, man. What, what if what if it was a, a defender that he started out as a goalkeeper, but then he kept that number and he started out being a really good center back? I don't think that would happen. Uh, I, that that's like that would be like the craziest scenario ever. But no, but yeah. So so that is our debate topic. You guys have if you guys want to go ahead and respond, it's all posted on social media and um, on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. And we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then get going with game recaps. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at Fanatics.com. What's Fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Instant Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back. All right, our games to recap. What is your game to recap? All right, so my game to recap is actually the Manchester City versus Bayern Munich game. And that one actually, Man City beat Bayern Munich. And Man City had 52% of the possession. Man City, I shot them 22 to 3. That was really hard to believe. But kind of you know, goes to show you they really do need someone like Lewandowski to just try and shoot the ball and target or something. Um, Man City, I shot them uh, 22 to 3, but five other shots were on target. So most of them were just flying over. And then, but Bayern, Bayern Munich's shots, literally zero shots were on target. Um, and then Erling Haaland scored the only goal in the game. So he scored in his debut. Like, it was a very, very nice play from Graylish. Like you would think, like oh, Graylish is you know being cocky or whatever. No, like he did. He did basically. It started out with Graylish and then he just finished it with Halan, which was really pretty awesome. So, no, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it, I don't know if I want to count this as his debut goal just because it's a friendly, but um, I'm sure we'll see a lot of goals from Erling Halan. In the in in the baby blue jersey, hopefully not yeah. Arsenal. Uh, but <laughs> you're really, you're really hoping, like yeah, oh, he's over. He's I mean, we're out. we're gonna change some things up with the singing beds, so it's gonna. I mean, Edward still has a shit ton of singing beds he needs to knock out. So does Spencer. Uh, but but we're gonna do something where where it doesn't get this crazy for him. <laughs> uh, we're yeah. like, but um, <sighs> until proven differently. I mean, Arsenal is still the. 
punchy bag uh, when it comes to the two teams that are that you know obviously Spencer is a Manchester City fan and uh and we're as Manchester United but uh, Arsenal is still kind of the punchy bag of this of of, of this part of, of the, the competition so we'll, we'll see we'll see i mean I mean, they're looking no. great, but once again, it's preseason, so I'm I'm taking it with a grain of salt. They look great out there. Um, they you know they beat Chelsea for nothing, but um, yeah, uh, I'm uh until the season starts, that's when I'll start like actually you know be excited. But this is preseason, so I'm not trying to like get too crazy with it because obviously it's a little bit different. You can like basically sub out your whole lineup after the first half, so. It's a little bit different when it comes with these friendlies. Um, but yeah, but no, you know, obviously, uh, for the people that were there for that Manchester City Bayern Munich game, uh, I'm sure the crowd was amazing. Um, for all the new Manchester City fans that were just born. And, and you know, and you know, and you know, uh, the funny part was like, even the announcer was like, we have never seen the stadium feel this, this, this bad. And I was like, what? So why you got to say it like that now? <laughs> what stadium was it? Uh, I think it was the one in Dallas, I think. I oh, think. Arlen. Uh, you know, so. you might be right though, because I think I had a friend that like went to the game. Um, yeah, so that's why I was like, "What?" I was like, "This dude literally said that shit out loud." Yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. But you know, all right, good game. Yeah, part of me thinks like, "Yeah, well," it, it just goes to show you like how cru- crucial Lewandowski was. I mean, that, that I, I, once again, this is preseason, Edward, so just go. I, I'm just saying. Hold your right. horses there, buddy. Um, all right. All right. Uh, I mean, it was a very, I mean, obviously, one nothing. That's a very close matchup. So, um, I mean, there's still, it's preseason, but people are still going to play. I'm not saying that, like, it's, you know, like, oh my God, they got destroyed. No, it was one nothing. It was part, like, the fact that, like, fans got to see Bayern Munich and Manchester City here in, in the U.S. is still an amazing, Experience, I'm not trying to take it away from it, but but I'm right. just saying that like it's preseason, so 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 it's August where we're gonna start kicking off the EPO and all the leagues. I mean, that's when we're like, okay, it's for real, you know. The game, there's more meaning to these games now. Um, I mean, the U.S. tours is great. I love that the U.S. tours are a thing that like you know it gives us chance to to see these teams that we we love in person. I mean, I still want to go to the to their stadiums and actually experience it firsthand myself. Um, but that'll be one day, hopefully someday, but, but not now. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, so good. But it's still a good match that I were, uh, wanted to point out. Yeah. What about you? What's your match to recap? So my match is Toluca beating Santos two to one. Um, it's early in, it's early in, in the, in the apertura. And, um, I'm trying not to get too excited, but Toluca is now. Uh, you know, three, three, oh, and one. So not bad. Actually, you know, maybe having all the hall of those players actually did help, uh, <laughs> for Toluca. But yeah, Toluca has 67% of the possession. Um, Toluca outshot Santos 20 to 12 and nine to five on shots tar- on target. It, you know, Toluca just played a very solid game. Um, the guys that you expect to, to contribute contributed, um, they're they're looking a little bit more organized in the field, which is as a Toluca fan, that's what I want to see. Um, but yeah, looks like the all the all the acquisitions that they have been making has have paid off so far uh, for Toluca. So you know, once again, they didn't want to they didn't want to pay that fine again. 
So they made moves to go ahead and do that. So, so yeah, that's my game. Luca beat Santos two to one. Um, so good performance. Uh, and I'm excited for that. But we're now at players of the week. And, um, I'm going to go ahead and kick this one off with my player of the week. I have Michael Bradley. That's right. The American. Um, he scores two goals in Toronto FC's four nothing win against Charlotte FC, which was a game that was going to be highlighting, uh, Bernadette because he was making his debut. And obviously you had, uh, Insignia also on the field, but Michael Bradley ends up taking the spotlight with a two goal performance of his own. I mean, Bernadette still scored a goal in that game, but it was Michael Bradley's night for that day amongst the Italians. So that is my player of the week. Nice. And um, to follow up with that one, <clears throat> not like like I said, these are all friendlies. These aren't like these aren't actually for La Liga, Champions League, you know. Um, but my player of the week is actually Rafinha, who scored the winning goal in Barcelona's one zero win against Real Madrid in the quote unquote El Clasico here in the US. So and I mean, I saw a few highlights of it and everything, and I mean, uh, that was uh, that was nasty. I'm sorry, Hector, but that was dirty. Like that that goal was badass. I'm sorry, it was it really was. Hey man, it was it, like yeah, it's 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 a friendly, but obviously when we're talking about a classical, it's not really a friendly, but. Bro, they were getting heated, bro. It's in Classico, but I mean, you know, it's in Las Vegas. It's you know that the ambiance of of Allegiant Stadium. I think it's what the thing is called Allegiant. Um, yeah, you know that stadium was amazing. Uh, yeah, it's El Classico, uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Uh, yeah, tensions were high, but it's because of the rivalry. It's the rivalry, so it's always going to be like yeah. that. But it was yeah. uh, it was uh, Rudiger, Rudiger and Araujo were going at it. Yeah, funny enough, Rudiger the the. The new, the new guy and Real Madrid is, is also, is believing in the rivalry. So, uh, bold move on Rudiger. Mm-hmm. Araujo's a big dude. So, oh, no, that's the thing. It was like Rudiger apparently was like trying to, to show him up, but it was like, it, dude, that dude there, uh, Araujo to try to push him off and that dude has the center of gravity like that. Yeah. It, even, even the biggest dude that I know would probably have a tough time dropping in the dude. Like, yeah. yeah so. uh, but you know what? Rafinha gets a gets a score goal in, in a in a friendly El Clasico. So yeah, his 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 uh, debut basically, right? Or no? No, he, uh, he played in that. He, he he was part of that destruction in Inter Miami. Oh yeah, that's right. No, oh, but then uh, Lewandowski's debut was was that at that Clasico, and uh, he did a move where he was like a dummy. and he actually ran the ball. I did not think that dude had that speed. I was like, what the hell? I he mean, the man, down the man the, is a is a physical the, specimen, <laughs> bro. Like I was, I don't know if you saw that when he did that, and then he just shot it. I was like, dude, that's a power shot, and he was going at that speed. I was like, this dude is insane. And he was like, he was walking away, like if he was like, oh okay, ah, he just took one deep breath, and he was just like, all right, yeah, it's cool, high five, you know. I tried. I was like, I'm over here trying to like to do that shit in the field. I'm over here like. <gasps> <laughs> You're also not a physical specimen, so. <laughs> Let's not get that conversation started. <laughs> At least I know I can be a physical specimen. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, all right. So congratulations to Rafinha and Michael Bradley. That is like two of the most complete opposite names together for being our players of the week. Rafinha, Michael Bradley. Uh, yeah. All right, here's some games to watch this weekend. The Women's Euro Final is this weekend. Who will be the queens of Europe? We'll be finding out this weekend. So make sure you guys tune in. Um, congratulations, South Africa, for winning the, the Women's uh, African Cup of Nations. Um, actually, I think right now, uh, the South American, the, the Women's Copa America is actually going on right now, actually, as we speak, um, as we're recording this episode. So, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll probably just announce the winner in the next episode. But you know, USA beat beat uh, Canada for the women's Concacaf Cup. Um, they're also going to be back in the women's World Cup again, so that's exciting. And the Olympics. Um, it's interesting that that tournament uh, per, uh, actually dictates all those qualifiers. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but but yeah, so the women's Euro the final will be this weekend. Uh, if you guys haven't been watching the women's Euros, it's been so much fun. It's actually been the way that, you know, the women play with a chip on their shoulders, man. I, I honestly got to say that. I, I kind of like seeing, you know, not a lot of flopping. <laughs> Actually, little to no flopping is what I see when, when the women play. So I, I give, I give a lot of props to women. They, they play, they play, they play hard for real. So, and it's just been an amazing game after game. So I can't wait to see the final. I'll be watching it for sure. Oh, yeah. Also in the but- MLS. Oh, you guys want to say a word? No, I was just like, oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's the final, you know, and uh, I'm I'm just like, just tune in, watch it. <laughs> All right, in the MLS, we got LAFC taking on the Seattle Sounders. That one's always entertaining to watch. Um, yeah. And Minnesota United taking on the Portland Timbers, two teams that are doing really well right now. Um, you know, we're we're past the halfway point now in the MLS, so. You know, October October is the playoffs. So we'll you know, right now all these games are gonna dictate where you're gonna finish. So it's gonna be pretty big. In Liga Amekis, we got Pumas taking on Monterrey and Leon versus America. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty good right there. Oh I'm I'm going for on the on the Pumas Daniel Alves. Yeah, so I'm gonna go for Pumas on that one. Uh, and I'll go, of course, for Leon. <laughs> of course, for Leon? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's fucking mad. <laughs> okay. All right. So those are some games to watch. Um, and we're going to go ahead and take one more break and then we'll get going with 3 up, 3 down. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And, and we, we are, are Insert Name FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see, see you there. there. Uh, and we're back. All right. Three up, three down, the beach. All right, Edward. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Obviously, we're going to start so with Spencer. Three. Oh, okay. We can start with Spencer. And then you? Yeah. All right. Spencer, three down. Number three, the Speedo Crew. I. I uh, that's a good one. I did not think of that one, but yes, that is a really that's a really good one. Number two, running out of beer. That's a nightmare. Unless you're drunk, then obviously you probably shouldn't be. You shouldn't. You should probably be. You should. I'm running out of beer. It's like, gee, I wonder why, bro. 
Yeah. So number two, running out of beer. And number one, stepping on crushed t-shirts. Ooh. Oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. So I agree with them all. All right, what's your two down? All right, so my three down is actually number three. I was going to say, like, since we live close to Galveston, you know, um, I would say, like, the the dirty water, or like, the, the trash, basically, like, that you find on the freaking seashore. Like, people just leaving bottles and stuff like that, you know. When was the last time you've been to Galveston? <laughs> years, years ago. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. Not like that anymore. All right, all right. <laughs> cool. Well, from what I remember, let's put it that way. From what I remember, that's that's number three. Down. Pollution. Number three. Pollution. Um. Okay. Number two. Uh. Okay. Do you remember ever stepping on the rock inside the water and it was a sharp rock, but you didn't realize it until you got cut? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number two. Getting those random ass cuts in the middle of the water. <sighs> Those are those are some horrible, horrible memories right there. Um then my number one is uh so my number one is when it's overcrowded, like seriously overcrowded, like where you like you don't have any space to actually chill and hang out. Like just uh I guess for example uh, I guess Fourth of July, um, Memorial Day, like the, the days that everybody's off, everybody decides to go to the beach. So it's really hard for me to actually find the time and the that, want that's to, a very to go to point. the beach. That's yeah. a very good point. Cause like when, uh, we went to the beach for Memorial Day, uh, for this Memorial Day and mm-hmm. like they weren't even letting people like get into the beach, like cause it was just packed. And so you had to, so we almost like, so we it was to the point where we almost thought about like just going back home because you know they like the police was blocking the the entry and then, but then when we were heading back they were like okay people, you know we got people leaving so you can come in now so we we lucked out on that but it that would have sucked was like we almost left the beach like when we thought about going to the beach so that was gonna be like a waste of gas but luckily we got to go so, so yeah. yeah. Um, well, what's your three down? So my my number three, my number three is sand. Oh yeah, it never gets off your body. It gets everywhere. Sometimes it, 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 you don't even know how it got there. Like, it is expect. so frustrating when like you literally had your ba- your your phone in your bag the whole time, and then when you go and grab your phone, it's covered in sand, and you're just like, how? Okay, so, so like me, for example, I mean, you know me, I have, you know, hairy legs. So for me to like walk through the sand, even, even like, it, oh man, that's just horrible. You want to know about hairy? I mean, I'm basically the, the, the spitting image of, of the missing link. So I mean, <laughs> Dude. yeah, no, yeah, it, it stays on you. Yeah, especially this dude with his beard, he like, he starts shaking it. Like yeah, I have to like shower. Maybe like the third shower, I'm officially like free from sand. It's 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 it's, it's definitely crazy. Uh, my number two is being hungover at the beach. Okay, that, that that makes sense, especially like when it's high, when like the sun's out and everything. The sun's out, like kind of want to puke, but you don't want to. Uh, <laughs> you want to drink a beer, but you think, oh, that's not going to help me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, going to the beach on a hangover, 
could be rough sometimes. But the water does help them. Water does help. Yeah, I can vouch for that. And my number one, and it's probably like the the one I'm I'm the worst at is um, not putting sunscreen on. I sometimes forget to put. Sometimes I don't even bring sunscreen, and and I you know obviously I get sunburned, and everybody's like it's because you didn't bring sunscreen, and I was like. Yeah, next time I will, and I don't do it. I, I'm pretty bad at putting on sunscreen. Like people have to like, either you put it on me or just put me in a scenario where I have no choice but to uh, put sunscreen on, because I am super bad at not putting on sunscreen. Mm-hmm. I'm super bad okay. at putting on sunscreen because I just don't. Damn, do that's a that's a good one. I should use that one. Like uh, the sunburns. <sighs> yeah, I I I'm definitely someone that gets sunburned plenty of times. I right. tan, but I got a homeboy of mine who he ended up, dude, his legs look like pork rinds. Like the ones with like Max, the ones on the bags and the little uh, chili powder and stuff. He, it happened to him last week. And, uh, yeah, right now when he's healing and he's putting on the, the aloe, he still does it. Like he has to wear shorts to work because if he wears like pants or jeans, they literally just, uh, like it just, you could tell that thing hurts whenever he, Put on parents, it's just ugh, horrible, man. Yeah, all right. Spencer's three up number three tiki bars, beach food, and locals. Mm. Yeah, you, you you know, beach guy when you see him. Yeah, so but yeah, the tiki bars are cool. I, I, I do love a restaurant right by the beach. Um, so he's right, it is, it is a vibe for sure. I'm number two, send you, I'm about to. I'm about to send you the picture of my homeboy. Number two, people watching and obviously bikini. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I knew I was I knew we couldn't go we couldn't go a bit without any horniness here. So I, I accepted <laughs> that when I when I made this the three up three down. Uh, <laughs> number one, hanging out with friends and family, relaxing. Yeah. Holy f- <laughs> good God. <laughs> Mind you, he's a white guy, so I can tell. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, why is he wearing that's socks? Jo- that's Josh. That's Josh. No, he. I, I don't know. Like I don't know. Like those are things. Thick he said socks. He, he said that. Uh, he said he put lotion on his leg, but he went tubing in the lazy river. So. Oh yeah, you got yeah. you. You got a. You got a. You got a. Put a bunch of sunblock on if you're going tubing, because your body's exposed. Oh. I know that oh, for sure. As someone that appreciates yeah. good tubing session, but I mean, you said I know you said it was bad, but I mean, tubing is different from going to the beach, though. So. That still, you're like it. you're barely in the water, and and yeah, your body is it, like your body that's like not covered. Yeah, it's gonna be exposed badly to the sun, especially your legs. So I definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, you have like that's like where you when you put the sunblock on, like you want it to look like you're almost white face for it. <laughs> yeah. Man, you don't even know what to say. You're like a little bit in shock there, aren't you? That's just that's just that's just proper etiquette of tubing, but we're not talking about tubing. We're talking about the beach. So, what's your three up? All right. So, my three up is all right, so number three is the sea breeze. Like I, I like that cool ocean breeze. 
even if it's like if it's a hot day like uh, i used to actually go to really late night drives all the way over there and i would just chill i was just like hearing the ocean seeing like feeling that breeze like just the the environment like it was just chill just hearing the waves crashing and stuff mm-hmm. so that's my number three number two um the grilling of burgers like whenever they're grilling right there on the beach and stuff they actually have they, it's pretty it's pretty cool like you get to hang out with like the family or with the friends and stuff it's it's pretty cool like hopefully I get to do that sometime in the near future hopefully I'm hoping for that because uh, you know I haven't as you can tell I haven't been to the beach in, in years <laughs> I'm over here thinking that uh, the oil spill still happened like it's still there <laughs> but yeah um, number and then number one is just uh, number one is um, I actually like swimming, so I, I enjoy I do enjoy the swimming. Just you know, not too far out there, or else I'm gonna end up freaking going to freaking ocean and never ever ever finding land. That's one of my scary things, especially because it's the sea, bro. You don't know what's out there, man. Yeah, we covered this. <laughs> we covered this yeah. in, in, a, in a way old episode. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that's my number one. My number one. All right. Um, at number three, I have uh, beach beer. It's just okay. it's a relaxing, chill vibe. Just very, just kick back, have a have a few brews, and you can't you can, you can't get like specific like you can't do like an IPA or anything like that. You need to drink like. You know, like either a party, a beer pong beer, I would say is definitely okay. It's okay for it. But, um, I, my usually go to is a Corona. Um, Stoop Dog has, has definitely influenced me now <laughs> on that one. A little bit of Bad Bunny. I really put a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, 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 like honestly, that's my go to beach beer is Corona or, I mean, they don't sell it here in, in, in Houston, at least as far as I know, but Landshark. Uh, which is similar. It's basically like an American Corona, um, but I don't know why I love I love Landshark. That was like, I think it was probably because it tastes like Corona. That's why I, drink, I like to drink it. Um, even though now I feel like I've grown out of Corona now, but I still drink it. You know, because that's usually what everybody has at the parties I go to. Uh, but but yeah, so nice Corona or a Shiner a Shiner Bog, oh, No, a Shiner Blonde. I don't know why I said Shiner Bog. A Shiner Bond a Blonde is always a nice go to. But, you know, keep it light. That's what you want for the beach. Um, and then number two, definitely kind of, I got, I got to take Spencer's, uh, you know, family, family and friends. Obviously you, you're, you don't, you don't go to the beach by yourself. You go, with some, you go with the people you care about, people you love, and you just, you just have a chill vibe. So that's always the, that. And then number one, um, I just love the beach. That's just really like, I'm, um, Shoot, I, I always tell I always tell people like honestly like I could see myself retiring at a beach, like just having a beach house and just enjoy the rest of my life. Like kind of what like you said, like I love the, I love the sound of the of the ocean, the breeze. Like I just I just generally love it, and um and I can definitely see myself like just finishing my golden years and just just hang out at the beach and maybe have a dog. Um, oh, you know, Robo, Robo. 
God, I mean, if Robo manages to live that lo- that long, I'll be great. But <laughs> that'll be by my retirement. <laughs> I mean, what the age of retirement is like? What sixty four? <laughs> so, Jeez. if Robo makes it that long, that would be imp- that he'd probably break the record for longest living dog at that point. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, Guinness. Uh, what's it called? Guinness Book of World Records. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe Robo makes it there. Um, but yeah, so that's why I just love the beach. But, but that's three up, three down. We want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website at www.bellyupsports.com. Uh, make sure you check out also their social media at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media for all the things that's been going up on there. Check out all their great partners, Canadibs, uh, Manscaped, uh, you know, uh, in the clutch. You know, great, great, great stuff that they're doing right now. Obviously, the Belly Up TV uh, that's done with uh, Tiki Live. Um, just all the great stuff that's been going on there. Shout out to our boy Kelsey because he's helping out in the marketing. He's actually the head of the marketing department. You know, he's moving up in this world, man. So, um, yeah, you know, shout out to him. He's been doing a lot of a lot of hard work over there for for Belly Up, as well as just general all the guys at Belly Up. They've been doing. They've been very supportive of us, and, and we always and, and we love being a part of Belly Up. So thank you so much again. Yep. Thank you guys. Uh, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, ANG Graphics. They create the Instagram name FC logo. We love the logo. Love you, Alejandra. Um, so if you guys love our logo and you need a look, maybe you, you want a little bit of improvement on your logos. Well, hit her up on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. Uh, make sure let her know that we sent you. So she, maybe she'll she'll hook you up in some way. Um, and of course, shout out to our man, our myth, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award, Roosevelt Spencer. Um, I'm sure he's proud of Robert Lewandowski, even though he's not playing for Atletico Madrid. Um, <laughs> but he is our guy. Um, he makes the beats. He makes the intros, the outros. Uh, he, he has to endure our terrible singing for the singing bets. Um, oh man. So, so yeah, he, he does a lot of great work for us, man. You know, I think we, we definitely wouldn't be the show. We are blessed for Spencer. So make sure you follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. If you guys need some beats done, once again, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Shoot him a message. Uh, give him some, give him some props. Cause man, I'm telling you, if you guys don't do it now and Spencer blows up, Y'all are gonna have to pay a little bit more <laughs> for Spencer services. Um, so, oh yeah. So there you go. But yeah, that's episode ninety six. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week for episode ninety seven. Also, we will be doing the recap on uh, see the ball pass the ball on Netflix. So about Barcelona, the Pep U. You clearly you know who who wanted to watch this one. So. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, you get that guy? Say what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so catch us next week for episode 97. All right, take
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Orland Park.